Pump. Hey, I'm Eliza Jansen. <laughs> I'm Noah Jansen. Welcome to Twin Picks. Gosh, I love movies. starting the show we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which me noah and anthony are now recording the Wurundjeri people of the cooler nations and we pay our respects to the elders past present and emerging welcome to twin picks a movie podcast where we pick two films we talk about what's samey about them what's differenty about them and then we pick a fave and this week we're finally getting back to one of our big goals in starting the podcast that it talking about two movies that came out in the same year which is always such a freaky Real, intense situation actual twin picks where it's Ooh. like oh i bet this isn't just a conversation we're having this mm. is a conversation the people making those movies time, would have been having in the 90s they would have been like well yeah, these like people there. would have been wearing clear lip gloss, <laughs> um, white dreadlocks, hacky sacking. They would have been hacky sacking in the producer's movies. room. Damn. Yeah. Being I was, like, oh, I was looking back and I was trying to work out what the last actual twin double feature was. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it was Bonnie and Clyde and Queen and Slim. Oh. But that's not the Wait, same year. That, that, that even, that's not no, even a big one. Oh, does it have it's to be the same year? ones that are in the same year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just ones that were like extremely yeah. similar. No, it's, like literally, it's literally either circumstances where just by chance the same, a very similar plot movie has come out in the same year or like sometimes, you know, the scenario happens where a script gets taken to a studio, they say no to it. And but then, then they, they sneakily uh, develop their own. Exactly. They essentially just yeah. make their own version of it. Mm. Um, and I wonder what the case is with today's films. I know. Do we know? Uh, it didn't seem like anything came up. It seems like. It feels more happenstance. Yeah. yeah. Like they were like, hey, disaster movies are kind of. Well, were they big at that point? What, what's uh, happened? Titanic came out like the year was being made and sort of oh, came out at go. the same time. Yeah, because obviously um, the big disaster, we did disaster movies a few yes. weeks back and that was the big era of disaster movies. The 70s. Okay, then I think in that case, the the last striptease win films. Nah, there's plenty more. Friends recent. with Benefits and Strings Attached. When was that? Because those were the same year. When and did we like, do that? That was July last year. Nah. There's, what? Wait, didn't we do striptease and showgirls after that or did we do it before that? Uh, no, we did it way God, before. we've done so many episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> That's really weird. This Crazy. is 52, right? Yes. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. No, yes. Yes, 52. And I will actually, I will say that I think last week's movies were essentially twin Showgirls films. and yeah. Striptease was really early. That was, that was episode 11. Oh, damn. Whoa, it did not feel it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, friends with Benefit String Attached was episode 31. Um, Jeez. Wow, I was really off there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 31. Well, we're back with the twin films. Hey, oh. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Um, before we talk about our little twin films for today, that we'll reveal what they are in a little second. Yet last week we, we were talking briefly mm. about. Couldn't stop talking. Exactly. About, <laughs> I couldn't shut up. About seeing the Shrek 2 trailer in cinemas, <laughs> seeing an unsubtitled version of Justice League in cinemas. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think that's such an awesome 
thing that I really missed about coronavirus and lockdown and stuff. The fact that when you're seeing a movie in cinemas, like you have to contend with other people in the cinema, how it's being projected, your popcorn, your chock top, like there's so much other weird stuff that adds to the viewing. Yeah. And we want to like hear what other people's trippy movie experiences have been. (laughs) That's exactly it. So if you have any, it could be any kind of cinema experience that was Mm. very memorable, let us know. And yeah, at the top of our next episode, we'll yes. have a chat about some of our we'll have favorite a, responses. Yeah, a post ready on Instagram and Facebook that you can reply to, or also our email is in the show notes below as usual. And we would love it if you could shoot us your story of something funny, cute, heartwarming, or terrible that happened to you in the cinema like something that ruined the movie or made the movie experience for you exactly yeah we want to hear the weirdest ones you got and then we were saying because you know now we've we're with that's not canon and we've been getting so many more amazing listeners and that's been so much fun to see that so many new amazing people are checking in on our twin films we were talking about how we think we're gonna you know do some more episodes and stuff that allow us to engage with you. We don't want to so, do any more work. We exactly. have done 52 episodes. We need other people to Which be providing us Which is 104 us movies. Material. Oh, that's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's actually wild. But so, we're sick of it. So. We're sick. We hate the films. <laughs> so we want questions. So in the future, we maybe at the top of our next episode, we might mm. talk about a bit of a mailbag episode where if you've ever been like, what is that Eliza Kid's favourite um, colour? What is that pesky oh, wow. little Anthony boy's favourite Plain White Tea song? <laughs> <laughs> you can ask. You can ask us. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's or that. like I'm, we, we say this at the end of every episode, but if we've ever said anything that you think is like incorrect that you want to fact check, check us on or you have an interesting personal perspective to bring to the nonsense that we've said about 104 <laughs> movies, <laughs> we'd love to hear that. I'm always ready to get um, actually at any yeah. time. We yes. need to grow. We're not here for to just like create our own little echo chamber. Yeah. That's it. That's it, exactly. That being said, I'm like any negativity, keep it away from me though. <laughs> the next episode is just us like crying, <laughs> screaming. It's just being like, so we got some of your responses and we <laughs> want to read them out to you. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it will be. <laughs> probably. Uh, but like, that's next week. <laughs> that's next week, indeed. So what are we doing this today? Week, we're discussing Dante's Peak, a film about a volcano erupting and volcano a film about a volcano erupting and both movies came out in 1997 they're both very much part of the classic disaster movie Mm -hmm. genre that yeah like you said we talked about a few episodes ago would you say this is like the second wave of disaster things like titanic and the new poseidon adventure yeah i guess so well i would i would more so yeah I feel like a lot of them were just remakes of things. Oh, no, actually, you know what? Roland Emmerich really probably brought... Mm. I'd probably... Because we, we were saying before the episode started, like, were disaster movies big around this time? And I would think Independence Day had happened a few years before both these films, and oh, that was yeah. quite big. And Roland Emmerich doing, like, Day After Tomorrow would be a few years later, doing 2012, like, you know, a decade after that. Like, mm. we still have a lot more... I think with CGI and visual effects getting bigger, they started realising that they could do these like 70s style disaster films with kind of bigger scales. Mm. Um, and just technology like CGI being so much more developed. Yeah. yeah. And it's a very interesting 
I, I think this is a really interesting uh, twin film like situation where both these films do different things really well. Yeah. So it'll make the pick really interesting because we've had some twin film circumstances where we've been like, oof, very rough for this other film because yeah. clearly the film that came out like six it's months so before superior, or after yeah. or something is way better. Mm. Whereas, yeah, I think these films both have their merits. I don't think it's so obvious here. Like I'll find out, I guess, but I think, yeah. I reckon very possibly <laughs> one of us loves one that the <laughs> right, uh, right, I right. think because wait what's one before oh yeah our Olympus has fallen White House down yeah where I picked we had very different feelings we about did that, yeah. and I think you look in retrospect probably the more, more obvious better one was White House down and I said Olympus has fallen oh. I'm worried that I've done it again <laughs> but I might wait, not you're have. worried you're gonna say I'm worried that the one I liked better, even just looking into, because I was actually like, oh, I forgot to check what audiences thought with these ones. Yeah. I think I have again backed the wrong horse as I (laughs) tend, as I am wont to do. Interesting. I don't know much about the audience feedback of it. So yeah, yeah, you have to tell me about it. Well, I guess that's the point of the episode, right? Is that there's still like Mm. time and scope for you to change your mind. That's it. Exactly. Coming into it with your mind made up. Hey, maybe this chat will make us be like, oh, no completely wrong and we mm. have the same opinion we will see because we haven't talked too much about which one we watched dante's peak together we watched volcano yeah. separately mm. Alrighty. let's yeah. let's do dante's peak it's because heating up yeah, start was the one we saw together and it also came out first it came out first cool cool Dante's Peak came out in February of 1997. It is set in a really small town, which is a big difference between these two movies, in like a town that has just been voted one of America's most beautiful and livable cities. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't erupt, volcano. You're so sexy. <laughs> and, um, it's all starting in this very idyllic setting. Um, Linda Hamilton plays this small town's like badass mayor whose life is a bit of a mess. And it's about to get a lot more messy and gooey because just as the town is celebrating, Piers Brosnan, a seismologist, volcano researcher. Volcano doctor. Volcano doctor, yeah. <laughs> um, rolls into town really urgently. He feels like the volcano is about to erupt. His whole team kind of doubts him. They're pretty back and forth about it for a few days. And then, yahoo, it erupts. Yowza. Yeah. Noah, you were so excited watching this movie i was see pierce brosnan a little childhood hero of yours i thought they were such a good couple like yeah both coming totally. from action kind of stuff a lot like yeah even it, i think it allowed the movie she should to, just be in so much more stuff yeah and in i haven't i don't think i've really seen her play like a normal lady like that kind of yeah, i guess i guess totally. i'm used to like the sarah connor like <gasps> yeah. she's really well tense i think i think action-y. it's a good like kind of medium uh like midway between the kind of roles she's played mm. you know like if we talk about terminator and terminator 2 being like the first one being this very like not fragile but like yeah to meek to a degree woman and then in the second one this like yeah. Sometimes criticized like hyper, hyper badass, like ultra, super like worn down, jacked, worn bitter down, person. Yeah. like warrior. 
it's, if anything, kind of for me, a criticism of this film on this watch that, like, she's a strong, like, independent mother mm. and mayor of the town. But I don't know if the film then does that service necessarily. That's Did true. Did you feel that? Yeah, like, they spend a bunch of time. She's really likable. And one thing that I was like, oh, that should just be how the world works that I thought was cool is, like, <laughs> she's the town's mayor and she also is just, like, a barista at like their coffee shop. It's like, yes, politicians should just have a chill like day job, job in this little town where yeah. they actually have to spend time with people and like work and, and like maintain their business. She also happens to really know what's going on in the town yeah. and make executive decisions. So yeah, yeah. She's re- yeah, she's great. And then you're right. They don't really utilize her that had, much. <laughs> had you seen this movie no. before? Clearly yeah. you watched it so much when we were little to nail the yeah. acid grandma. <laughs> yes. Of course, of yeah. course. So I um I No, this loved, is my first watch, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I like, <laughs> you know, being surely I have ADHD. That's a big thing to put out on the podcast. But like my obsessive, like my brain just obsessed over different things. Um, uh, like across different periods yeah, and my first Wiggles, one thunderbirds Wiggles, thunderbirds james, james bond. bond yeah then i guess movies just movies in general <laughs> and then You're horror like, oh there's more of these that aren't james <laughs> bond and thunderbirds Damn. i remember i remember going to because the first one i watched was golden eye with pierce and being like whoa Gold hunky nah. hunky boy yeah um, I consider that like on the top. my and James Bond movie for some yeah, reason just because it came out in the year of my birth. <laughs> and for some reason I was like, oh, it's yeah. Mine. Oh, yeah, cool. Why? <laughs> what did I get? What would I have gotten? 98. Like the world Tomorrow is not never enough dies or something? Or something oh. Lame. oh, yeah. World, well, yeah, world is not enough was 99. Oh, <laughs> so disgusting. weird to know that. Shut up. Anyway. Leave me alone. Um, and, uh, yeah, I remember going to dad being like, oh, can we go rent um, James Bond 007 from the video store? <laughs> and being like, which one? I was like, yes. what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to watch anything Pierce Brosnan was in. So I used to love this. And He's how great. many times have I done my acid grandma impersonation? You've done it three times. Okay, I can't Do remember. you need to do it again or no? Well, I don't know. Because like, was the last one successful? Do you guys think the last no, one was good? No, I think the first one was the best. Okay, and so then... I need to get back to that. Okay, I'll try. I actually am feeling good. I'm just going to launch into it. Oh, <laughs> Was it good? I think that's really good. And yeah, I think that's <laughs> You're like, look, but okay. Um when we thank watch you, the scene I have received your offer. I will take it into consideration and we'll see. I we'll get say, back to you shortly. Yeah, when the scene came up of We were so excited. Yeah. It let me down. Okay. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I was she- expecting the scene of this woman wading through acidic an acidic lake in order to get her family to safety i thought when they dragged her out she would have skeleton legs like she would be no like the acid would have sizzled away everything it but it was just straight up a bit isn't red. even like, a third degree burn it's like a first yeah degree. but it's too so, much for her she yeah so it, that kind of leads into one of my again oh, we we lead with the negative too much on this part i i do i bring the negativity mm. but it's it's arrived there i have to say i this film gets so many ticks for me for like location and like direction to a degree. Like I think it's a gorgeous looking film. Like the setting of, it isn't just like a sleepy town, like a small sleepy town. Mm -hmm. It's like set amongst the hills. Like it's not just like the volcanoes in the distance. There's like hills all around the town. And I think it makes it look really gorgeous and like vibrant so that then once the volcano erupts, the third act is like covered in ash and yeah. like gray. The and movie like, kind of becomes a black and white film for a bit. Yeah, which yeah. And it's like these really huge wide frames in like um 
and like the aspect ratio makes it just look so like grand and like you know the scenes of like the car driving away look like tiny compared mm. to like the wall of smoke approaching from behind and stuff like in terms of visuals the film looks gorgeous but i think about volcano action and things like a burning lake of acid like yeah. acidic water and it just never gives the not that I want gore like a horror movie but just like yeah you don't feel like the stakes of like your body being <laughs> I don't know like something like I think a volcano movie to a degree I, or like a disaster you movie you want to feel the heat you yeah and you <laughs> want to feel the sense of being like oh my god my body being like you know, deteriorated or hurt in some way that this film doesn't really yeah. give you. Like a lot of the disaster stuff is like, vi- like cars crashing or like buildings buildings crumbling. breaking. Yeah. And I'm like, I want the sense of my personal safety being invaded on the <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, that was sort of the one big casualty. Hey, the grandma. Apart the grandma, from that. And she, as you said, she walks through a lake okay. of things and she doesn't get burned. What else? A one, an early on one that, to be they're fair, they're just dying. floating corpses in the water, but like people, mm. like a, a hot young couple is having sexy yes. sex in the lake and then it, the volcano, like the, the, the ground. The volcano erupts underwater. Like erupts underwater. So it like burns boils them alive (laughs) um yeah what's the other one though there has to be more see again there weren't that many like memorable yeah volcano because we watched this like a long time ago and then because of lockdown haven't been able to talk about it yeah true my vision of what happens in the movie now is that whole family pierce brosnan linda hamilton they have like chemistry and are they going to get together or not and her kids in the back being in a car and being like, oh, look, that's happening. That's happening. Ah." And like for so much of the movie, like just bouncing around in the car. Like I think while we're watching it in a good way, we were like, oh, this feels like Universal Studios (laughs) ride ride. while you're in the car. But I think now I sort of don't remember other stuff about it that distinctly. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind, them being in Mm. a car, which, yeah, isn't very visceral or isn't very like, yeah. Oh, you have to make decisions about how you're going to deal with the disaster. Exactly. Decisions is the big one for me because that's yeah. what I love about Volcano. Um, and you love that about Towering Inferno as well. Exactly. But it's like it's people, happening all over the place. What are we going to do? People you know? in instances yeah. of disaster having to like rally and make choices. Um, uh, and it's, again, disappointing because I think the setup is so strong. Like we talked about um, how great Linda Hamilton's introduction is to be like, oh, I think it's clever to cut the fat of not needing like a mayor character who essentially it's it's all I think there are like literal characters and named after Jaws characters. It's a big Jaws reference, like the idea oh, of being who was like, it? There's like a guy called remember. someone Shaw. Or- Someone's called um uh Dreyfus. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. or something. Yeah. But just like the idea of a town where, you know, the environmental people are like, you need to mm. leave. And then the other people are like, but what that will economically do to our town, it will cripple us. Yeah. Which is like you know, it's like a fun reference and like it, it serves the movie well. And I think it's clever to make Linda Hamilton's character the mayor as well. So you don't have to like introduce all these different characters. It was kind of fun to just have her be that part. But as we said, such a letdown that then she's reduced to just following Pierce Brosnan in the whole movie. Yeah. She and doesn't even get a little like, I'm going to go drag this person out from under some rubble. Like, no. She really just follows from that point. And the whole movie happens because classic. Actually, the kid actors were really good, but classic cute, film yeah. where like the film is essentially 
the, the entire plot happens because the kids are dumb. The entire plot happens. <laughs> no, it happens because the fucking grandma was dumb. The kids don't let their grandma die, <laughs> and they go to pick up the grandma, and the grandma's like, "I'm staying with my house," and she sees the lava and is like, and- "Oh, okay, no, let's go." And it's like, "What did you think was going to happen?" <laughs> let me find the grandma's name. So Ruth. Oh. Do you remember when? <laughs> remember when? They fi- first find her in the cabin. I remember that Linda Hamilton says, like, oh, Ruth, you fool. And I was just like, she is a fool. She has caused the conflict. She's a damn fool. Movie. She almost killed her kids. Yeah. And then that, she died anyway. So. The set piece of them being in the boat is very scary. So essentially they're in, yeah. like, the they I, see the mm. lava approaching or whatever and they're like, oh, we have to, like, the car gets, mm. like, the lavered. The, lavered. It gets lavered up. So they jump in a little boat and they're like, and you're like, oh, tension oh, gone. Thank, thank goodness. God. But then the boat starts sizzling and they're like, what? Oh, no, the water is acid and acid melts. <gasps> and they're singing. Steel. Like, row, 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 your, row boat your boat. To just make it extra creepy, I guess. <laughs> for the but it, I, I, but I, I, like in terms of a thing that that movie had that invo- like Volcano didn't have, mm. I was like, it's a good idea to have children for the like character building element of adults being terrified and and trying to reassure children. Are we reassuring them for them or for ourselves? Exactly. It was (laughs) really scary to have Pierce Brosnan be like, no, no, it's all going to be okay. Like, bro, keep singing. And then, but like they're looking at the PR and they have like literally like 20 meters left and they're like the, or, or like the propellers broken. And he's like, Shit, 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 shit. And yeah. it's like, imagine being a kid being reassured by adults. And then seeing that and person then be the like, adults be like, we're going to die. We're fucked. That is really scary. <laughs> yeah. Good thing Grandma Ruth <laughs> finally did, she had did to do. something. Got yeah. what she deserved. I also found the grandmas, I guess, I feel like our discussion, I just keep bringing it back to the grandma, but I found it really funny that that's the big emotional beat of the movie. Her being like, I can't go on. Like, I'm awful old and I want to die in my mountains or whatever. I was like, oh. And then to bring the mood back up, five minutes later, they're like, is that our dog? Oh, my God, a dog. Get in the car, Ruffy. And then oh, the, yeah, dog the dog jumps in the car and there's, like, triumphant music. And from <laughs> then on, they don't mention the grandma ever again. It was just, like, the joy of the dog's survival papered over Helped everything. <laughs> grieve. The grieving process took, yeah. like, straight up 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And again, that kind of is Dante's peak. Like my main takeaway was being like, oh, I visually was impressed by the some of the choices. Like I think it looked good. Mm. I liked I liked the like air of, mm. of the place, like the atmosphere of it was really creepy. Uh, yeah, I remember us remarking on how good it looked. Like the special effects are not dated at all. And we were surprised that mm. it didn't get nominated for like best yeah. special effects because it was like a crazy year for it where it was like titanic and heaps yeah. of other big movies yeah. but it's aged but really well we spent the entire movie screaming at the screen lava action lava action Give me lava. we wanted yeah. lava action Vol- when you say I don't it, want it's smoke, a volcano i don't want buildings yeah i don't want car cars getting you know what? if i wanted to watch an earthquake i would watch earthquake there exactly. are other disaster movies about earthquakes i want to see want that lava really hot juice yeah <laughs> That's what I want and that's what I get in mm. Volcano. <laughs> Let's go to talking about Ooh. that.
more like lava area. Oh my god, <laughs> volcano! <laughs> also came out in nineteen ninety seven, just a few months after Dante's Peak. And looking back on um, reviews or how people saw this movie, the one common thing is like movie critics from LA making the point to say, oh, it's great seeing LA go down in flames and get destroyed. <laughs> like, this is, why are you there? Like, just Jeez. leave. You don't have to be there, sir. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, leave then. I think that's like such a huge draw of the film. It's set in Hollywood and they're like, mm. oh my God, there's lava flowing down La Brea, down La Cienega, da, da, da. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I bet the producers just live there and we're like, ha, 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 that's uh, my let's car. Let's trash it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, if we're talking Poseidon Adventure versus Towering Inferno, I think this is more the Towering Inferno type thing where in Volcano they've got a bunch of different little catastrophes happening. They're not quite sure where this volcano is going to erupt, putting out, literally putting out fires in mm. all these different areas. Um, did you think that was a good thing for this movie? I did. You loved it? And I loved this film. Right. Oh, no, so it is Dante's peak for you. I knew I it. I, I knew it would no, happen. Let's keep talking about it because I, I want to see oh, okay, if you can change okay. my mind. Yeah, no, very fair, very fair. Yeah. Okay, so um, generally when movies do the thing of being like, oh, this natural disaster happens in like a big city, it's like really fake and dumb, which like suits some of those movies. But I'm talking like, you know, what San Andreas does to the degree San Andreas <laughs> does it, which is like huge, you know. Like mm. what I like about Volcano is being like, this is a bit ridiculous to like, it's a bit, you know, heightened and silly that this volcano happens in LA, but then the movie is literally about like, okay, what would the practical steps of yeah. this happening in a major city with like sewer networks and like the subway and yeah. like the streets like and like residential areas versus, you know, all the different suburbs. Yeah. Like it factors that in, like it affects so many different people so that the film when it focuses on like emergent an emergency services mm. like operator the movie starts with like a like uh the definition of the tommy lee jones character's job description essentially mm. like he apparently like in la there is actually like a job which is like you are this like emergency services daddy like <laughs> top boy where like whatever choices in the event of like an extreme disaster, you are the port of call and you're in charge of literally everything. Like to, mm. to, to like, I can't remember what the definition is, but like to some nth heightened degree, yeah. you are in control. Which is why he could like commandeer everyone. And exactly. Be like, everyone who has a shovel is doing this or like we are going to bring down that building. It's and like, it's a movie oh, about responsibility. So cool. It's about a move. It's a movie about a dude who's like, got so much responsibility and like a commitment to work that means it's about the putting out of little fires like there's the mm. moments where like they fix a thing and then everyone's like yes oh my god yes and in the middle of celebrating yeah another gets thing a happens call from Anne Hesh, and he has to like, go there and then like realizes it caused this problem and, you and it's so <laughs> sad when he's like I don't know what to do like I like at one point he's like it's too wasn't sad but it's just it's just like it's like oh damn what are they gonna do this dude always knows what to do he's yeah. like he's the Top daddy. He always knows what he's doing. <laughs> you know, one issue. Oh, sorry, Anthony, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I remember you saying that exact point in, um, in Towering Inferno. Yeah. yeah, with Steve McQueen where he's like, I yeah. don't know, but we're going to figure it out. Exactly. I just like people making yeah. like choice. Similarly to with Link, how we're like the story is allowed from to go week. in so many different places from last week. Like the story is mm. allowed to do so many different things. The volcano plot always allowed it to go to so many different places that there was so much variety, whereas Dante's Peak was exactly what yeah, it was the whole time. All, yeah, yeah. 
I will be so surprised. You know, saying it now, I will be surprised <laughs> if you like Dante's Peak more. Really? Yeah. This is so interesting. Okay. Yeah. One, for one Counter thing, that. What do you think of that? One concrete thing I didn't yeah. like about Tommy Lee Jones's character. Yes. I thought he had a really bad name, um, especially <laughs> for a disaster movie when the character is always being like, where are you? Da, da, da. Like his name is Mike Rourke. Rourke. Mike Rourke. Mike Rourke. Rourke. And like to hear people saying that, I was I consistently was like, what is they saying? Oh, it's his name, the main character. <laughs> like I thought that was a bad choice. Mm. And That's so funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you don't like, <laughs> like, the ego, like, we're supposed to find him endearing oh, and that he's no. annoying. But I find that such a good pop. Well, I'm countering a point that you didn't make. But I mean, like, <laughs> but I equally like that, you know, initially I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to like this character because no, he's he really arrogant. Nice. And the, But the movie is about that he's arrogant. It's about that this dude wants to do everything himself. And at some point she's mm. like, can you shut the fuck up? Listen to me. <laughs> What about this? What about this? And like, do you think it's just Tommy Lee Jones who he is? Because he has it's his natural face, in even when he's arrogant. not acting. He just has like a hangdog expression of being like, "I'm just a decent guy, doing what I got to do." So even when he has to be an arrogant person that's risking billions, I just of lives. think he's well, well cast in it. Like okay. I, initially, I think I thought because I just watched Dante's Peak, like I don't want to watch Tommy Lee Jones in a like yeah. action lead role, but it's not that. <laughs> it's about like an authority role about like commandeering different little mm. like operations. And what does this movie have in spades? Lava action. <laughs> there is but lava. It didn't look as good. Wazoo. It didn't look as good as Dante's Peak. Though. I didn't even notice. I the lava it looked, looked pretty fake sometimes. It was you a little bit spy kids 3D game over at points. Over I'm sorry. yourself. It, I, it looked no, great. You're right. I was happy there was more lava. And we got a great scene of um John Carroll Lynch literally disintegrating into lava. <laughs> like the that camera was so stares cool. him dead in the face yeah. and melts into the lava. <laughs> and I'm like, that that is obviously That's what I wanted. Hot. That's hot. It is hot, Anthony. It is hot. And I've been waiting (laughs) for it. At this point, I've watched an entire two-hour movie and now I'm watching another movie and I haven't watched a man (laughs) disintegrate into lava and I'm getting Mm. a bit peeved. I think also... And I want to see it. (laughs) I loved in Volcano that when they were like, that wasn't the volcano. This is the volcano or whatever. And they're like, it's oh, yeah. going to erupt again. again. I was like, yes. Oh, great. I'm so glad to hear that. I found really every cool. single set piece in Volcano mm. more interesting than any set piece in Duffy's oh. Peak other than the um, acid uh, Acid lake. granny. Yeah. Like, they, okay, mm. so there's the subway car and then the lava's approaching. So the guy had to like run in, like, you know, so there's a, a subway team that's going into yeah. to rescue people that are trapped inside a subway car and get them out. And then that's when the dude like disintegrates. Yeah. There's the initial explosion causes all the like um, manholes to like explode mm. up and that looks awesome. And they're like ducking yeah. and dodging. And my f- absolute fave, the navigating of lava, like them having to be like, yes, like okay, we have to reroute the lava. We have to reroute the, the lava. And, like, how we, and, then and everyone's like, like watching the lava. Like it's a little spectacular. Like it's a parade. They're like, Oh, yeah, it's, it's like a little parade. Oh, yeah, exactly. And you know what? Yeah. For what you said about Dante's Peak, in this movie you did feel the heat. Like the, the they always love to show this thing of people's suits melting when they need the yeah. lava. They're like, my suit's melting. And they made sure to point that out every time. And like 
you felt like, oh shit, these people are in immediate danger. I just kept on thinking about how hot it would be, literally. <laughs> like, you know how they, yeah. they, like, there was a bit where they were, like, cornered by the lava and then they had to, like, swing yeah, over it. And they were like, and they were, like oh, my feet's burning, my feet's burning. And it was, like, the female co-lead saying that. And I was like, <laughs> shit, she seems in danger. My feet's burning. <laughs> yeah, she did. She was like, oh, my feet, they're burning, they're burning. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. That's not going to be good for you. Mm. And there's, like, a subplot that, like, is speaking to an interesting thing but ends in a, like, pro-cop message, which is, like, so dumb. That was really poorly so done. So badly done. Okay, so essentially it's, uh, like, like a guy from, um like a, a, like, a black district, like a black neighbourhood comes to the gathering of emergency services and it's like, oh, we need help. Like, all our houses yeah. are, like... Like, all their power's gone. Our like, power's gone. Like, like our people need help. And then, like, one of the cops, like, it arrests him because he, like, you know, is a cop and super racist. <laughs> but then, like, through the power of, like, this community coming together, they, like, resolve their differences and they? work together. And the dude's like, hey, like, at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll get... Like the boys, like my fire truck, like that fire truck, yeah. let's go to your street. But and I it's feel like, like he was oh, even beautiful. then so rude. He didn't actually address this guy. He just said, send emergency to this neighborhood. It's oh, like, that's your exactly. job. Exactly. It's and then still so the black bad. dude, as he's like going away, he's giving them a friendly wave. He's like reconciling things when it's like, you don't need to do that at all. <laughs> In any way, that dude even, is still a dick to you. They don't even do a shot of like that cop who like, you know, they... I would love to see what the casting call was like for that because he's literally like white, has like a buzz cut. He's like super copy or whatever. He doesn't even look at him. And his partner, leaving. who it's implied is like slight, like a good is cop like for being slightly less racist, like yeah. pats him on the back as though it's like, you've done the right thing. Yeah. And it's like after arresting him, mm. essentially like holding him here for hours. Being forced to do you your job. Did the absolute bare minimum. Save you. And like, it's supposed to be like, yeah, he's learned his but lesson. But maybe that's sort of good because it's realistic in a way. Like they didn't have the white guy realize like, oh, I've actually been racist. <laughs> like that's pretty unrealistic. Yeah. And like, look, I did think to myself, and I was like, I like that the, um, like this, like black dude isn't forgiving him. Like he actually yeah. didn't like, like when the guy was, I don't know if it was apologize. I can't remember if he was apologizing or just being like, he just telling the crew yeah. to take them, but he kind of just like nodded in a way that I was like, Oh, the statement of this is that's the bare minimum. That is what yeah. you should be doing. So like a couple of weeks back when a few, many weeks back when you did uh, Towering Inferno and mm. Poseidon Adventure, you like were both kind of posing the question around the table towards the end of the episode being like in a disaster. Do you think that you would try to like escape and like mm. self-preservationary attitudes and all of that sort of stuff versus just like giving up and being like, no, I'm just going to like enjoy the time I have left, mm. give in <laughs> sort of deal. My like variation of that question for you within this Ooh. disaster context is Ooh. do you think that people... Would you touch the lava? <laughs> no, that's not what it... Like, <laughs> Would you try too? to drink the <laughs> lava? <laughs> but we'll get there later in the episode. Um, <laughs> do you reckon that like in these sorts of situations people's like prejudices oh, yeah. are amplified or do you think that they're like broken down because they're like this, wow. this thing is going to like fucking overcome all of us. Like it doesn't matter how racist I am, I'm still flammable. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but like that's they should have said that in the movie. That's so funny. It's like it doesn't matter what color your skin is; it will burn if you touch the lava. Yeah, so, yeah. how about? Well, I guess we're all the same in the lava. Dead <laughs> lava is color blind. <laughs> um, 
I think Beautiful. having seen what happened last year, particularly in LA with various disasters like bushfire, coronavirus and stuff, no, people were still <laughs> extremely prejudiced. <laughs> Mainly, um, yeah, POC, working class, Hispanic workers in LA were the main people who died in like droves from coronavirus, which is, it's not like an immediate emergency like a volcano. It's more of like a drawn out thing that they're still dealing with. Mm. But so, I don't see any proof that that really happens in a disaster that people well, are like, I, I'm going to just be a human and like look after people. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely have like in the context of this film where we've, I don't know, in this chat kind of said like, oh, maybe it isn't as maybe the nature of this story beat isn't painted as black and white as we've said as being like the resolution of a black person being like, oh, you know what? You're all right. You're one of the good ones. Like it doesn't do that. But do you mm. think it? there's any place for this subplot in this film or the very question. I think, you know what, with the current, I think most of the problem I have with it in this lens is like, even though I don't think to be fair to the movie, I don't think it does fully say this man Mm. is forgiven. I think, especially by today's lens, I'm like, I don't need any, I do not want to see any representation of a cop not knowing how to do their job and that being (laughs) forgivable in any way. Like (laughs) I do not, the very fact that, this plot point even had to exist is like, yeah. I don't want to have to look at it. But yeah. I don't know. For the functions of this film, I'm like, yeah, I guess. It's it's an interesting, again, added element to being like the practicalities of a fucking mm. volcano erupting in LA is like what districts do we divert it into? Because initially yeah. they're like this lava is just going through um, like financial districts and um, really populated and like shops and stuff and there's a criticism against being like you know there's all these people going into the museum like uh making sure that the artwork isn't damaged and then mm. they're like oh of course you're protecting the artwork yeah. but then our entire neighborhood is getting destroyed that those yeah. kind of ideas that are served really well I'm, that's pretty good you're really gonna <laughs> you're just bloody blind as a bat what are you talking about <laughs> no i <laughs> I just feel like set pieces are one thing. And like, yeah, I would say Dante's Peak. Okay, we're already at Compare the Peaks. Can we launch into it? Let's do it. All right. I'm really excited for a duel. This is going to be like a (laughs) meeting of minds, a game of chess. Let's do it. (laughs) That's so much pressure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the set pieces in in Volcano are better. And I felt the lava. I felt the heat. I think it dealt with the like disaster management thing better of like, okay, now we're in a crisis. How are we going to deal with it? Can we recognise up top that that is essentially mm. what like 90% of the function these movies need to serve is? Maybe maybe 72%. I think, yes, but I think Dante's Peak did it enough for me and it had nice characters, a setting that you felt that, that was keenly felt and it had like a more, I, I was just more satisfied by the end. With Volcano, for it to end on... A volcano still spewing out ash over LA and Randy Newman singing, I love LA. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, I, I like, that's the note that it ends on. This feeling of like weightless, funny, Hollywood, speculative kind of nonsense to me. 
I know Dante's Peak is all those things. It's just set in a different state. But I think there was just this real sense during, during all of Volcano that like this is all so fake and doesn't matter. And part of that was because they tried to do a fabric of the city of being like, look, cops and developers trying to build this new building in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And, you know, traffic on the highway. Whoa, it's so LA. <laughs> like, I don't know. That is very interesting. I think mm. I enjoy Tommy Lee Jones's character much more than you. I think I enjoyed him more than any of the characters mm. in either movies. Like, I think... I did like Pierce that. Brosnan's just hero... Yeah, he's barely Nicola, a character. Like, hero he's volcano doctor. Yeah. Like, Tommy Lee Jones, mm. it's, it's the idea of, like... And throughout a lot of the movie is, like, the idea of... Um, work-life balance to the, like the idea of how much you commit yourself to your responsibilities to your job yes. and the idea like he has a daughter and the <laughs> whole movie is him making promises to her yeah. and like, like you know initially it's him being like no I'm coming back from work like I'll be home soon that kind of thing and then that extends into the movie in all these circumstances where like mm. he has all this responsibility on his shoulders and then like he's getting his daughter into these really dangerous yeah. situations and he should be prioritizing her safety. And that already is more texture to a character than Dante's Peak even remotely touches on. He has a dead yeah. wife. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You got full. You, you looked into Pierce's dreamy little eyes. He pierced his piercing gaze. You saw the future. <laughs> You saw, you heard wedding bells and you're like, oh, maybe I could be with Pierce. <laughs> no, and then, yeah, maybe my kids could grow to see him as their new dad. Exactly. After, That's yeah. exactly it. All right. How did you feel about in Volcano? If they're rigging up this massive explosion to go off and they're editing back and forth between oh, Tommy this Lee. this sequence was really badly <laughs> was done. The geography of it was messy. This is the of your whole thing that you love about it, that Tommy Lee doesn't know that his daughter is conveniently chasing a little child into the very, very basement of the one building that is going to be detonated and he sees her and he's like, wait, everybody, stop the explosions. We have to save my one daughter. It's like the most bald way they could possibly be like, oh, now let's make it personal for Tommy and put his daughter in the exact spot. Like didn't that – I know as we've talked about in the podcast before, every movie is emotionally manipulative. That's what they're for and that's why we like them. Was that not a little too blatant for you? <laughs> but one film made choices that were a bit obvious or a bit like on surface, like, you know, sometimes casting pretty like, great, pretty large brush strokes that are pretty mm. dumb. The other film just didn't make choices. They just mm. did very obvious step. Every step went to a very logical next step. Mm. Whereas even something like the very beat you're describing in Volcano that you're like, how fucking obvious he has to choose, like he's exploding a building that his daughter is in, right? The daughter is in the building because she's trying to be like her dad, which is Aww. already more character than is built for anyone in Dante's Peak. She was told, <laughs> so she's at this like, you know, Tommy Lee tries to do the right thing by saying to his yeah. daughter, like, no, you're going to go to this, um, mm. what's it called? Like a Hospital. pop-up disaster yeah. kind of space. And he feels guilty about it. He's like, who did I give my child exactly. to? Exactly. Like, He's like, oh I don't know God. where my child is in the middle of this huge disaster. Mm. And when she gets there, someone says to her, because there's like lots of kids who don't know where their parents are. Mm. They're like, you're looking after these kids. That's your responsibility. <gasps> 
So for this kid, she's like, I'm going to make my dad proud. I'm going to be like my dad. I'm yeah. going to do my job and I'm going to look after these kids. And he sees that it's so yes, her in danger. The beat is a bit obvious. But because it's been rooted in character, of like effectively <laughs> enough for me, it's clearly better. Oh, I feel bra, like. Bra, bra. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is. Uh, no, I just think I enjoyed Dante's Peak more. I'm trying to think of like. Comparing that to the climax of Dante's Peak, which was weird and quiet and stuff. Like it's that they've escaped into like an underground cave system and Pierce Brosnan is like, I have to flip this thing and it'll let people know that they can come and rescue us. And after that, we'll be fine. And the only obstacle from there is he, the, the you know, there's like a rock landslide. So he gets trapped further and mm. it's this claustrophobic moment of him getting packed into the car and like him being in obvious pain as he finally managed to switch on the thing and then it cuts to like days later they realized these guys were still alive and they went and got them like that is extremely different to the very emotionally <laughs> character driven <laughs> climax of volcano but i don't think it means I, I just don't think i was as on board for volcano like i felt distracted and like it's a movie, it's not real, but I didn't think that as much with Dante's Peak. Like the movie, because it had that really quick and fun setup really early on in like its first 20, 30 minutes or whatever, I was on board for, I guess, whatever happened, even if that ending isn't as exciting. Whereas with Volcano, I'm just not that much of a Tommy Lee fan as you clearly have become. I don't love Tommy Lee that much, actually. <laughs> no, but this character you were invested yeah, in I and I wasn't. More. I was I just I don't know. I think I just I, also I did him, actually but... like um I appreciated a reflection of this character that recognizes the arrogance. Like that mm. it was only like there enough it wasn't like the main trait of the character, but there was just an element of being yeah, like yes arguing with to him. be this very yeah. controlling person you have to be very arrogant. Got to be a and cowboy. Did he learn something through the course of the movie? Did he? Yes. Was it <laughs> obvious as hell? Yes. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan was perfect from day one, <laughs> and at the end, he was perfect, and he had two essentially like adopted children. Yeah, his life really improved. <laughs> yeah, his life exactly. Uh, okay. In uh, no. I'm choosing All I Dante's can say Peak. Is I've I'm stated my Dante's case Peak. really effectively. Okay. I'll give you that in Volcano, both movies had a scene where there was a dog that people were urging to get away from lava. Yeah. And the dog the scene of a dog backing away from lava in Volcano was great. Like that lava looked really good. And I thought that could be the poster for the movie. This cute dog looking at lava would be like, whoa. Aww. Or it'd be a good thing to have in like an office cubicle where it's like, uh oh, hang in there, <laughs> like Mondays or something. That would it's be heating up in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right. no, Dante's Peak, I thought was better. Well, this it, volcano <laughs> is my pick, and this uh, is no. the most like steadfast I've ever been in a draw or a loss. <laughs> where I'm like, no. Well, you're 100%. not in a loss; it's a tie because there's two of us. It is, yeah, but yeah. it won't be for long when the we'll folks hear vote. What? Oh, Indeed, God, yeah. Anthony from listening. What do you think <laughs> you sounds like? Not going to be roped into this again. I've no, sure. I've changed my ways. It won't be counted. It won't be counted. But we just want like your perspective from like yeah. hearing what both these movies kind of sound like. What would you vibe with more? Do you think? Can I just quickly say that scarf is doing you lots of favors? <laughs> How dare you? Um, uh, I'm not that kind of reviewer. Um, the it's it sounds to me like Dante's Peak is a lot more like is it. Is it a lot more familiarly oriented? It's Jaws. 
<laughs> the movie Jaws. Well, the start of it's the Whereas movie Jaws volcano, and then we just escape from Volcano. It's very yeah, like Yeah, it's sort of like society. this family going along and experiencing what the volcano is like. And like getting away from the volcano. Whereas Volcano is, is like, like a city and how it's handled and reacted and to. And people like organising and Again, trying to like Towering stop it. Again, Towering Inferno versus Towering Poseidon Inferno. Adventure. We're, same old, same old, same old. And we're back. Literally, that's actually yeah. exactly what it is again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, whereas I will give you... On another day, if I rewatch Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno, I might like Poseidon Adventure more. There's mm. no even having seen you Dante's Peak as a kid, loving Pierce, thinking it's by far the better looking film. Yeah. Okay. What, what's what's volcano. the moral of each movie? Oh my gosh. Like each of you take turns mm. telling me what you think in the best light the moral of the film that you like the most is. Kick it off, Pete, you, you little peaky. I don't know what to call you. Dante. Peaky blind. You little peaky Peaky blinded to the quality of Volcano. The moral of Dante's Peak is it's something to do with like, you know, the town is such an idyllic place, but it's all built on a dormant volcano. <laughs> So don't do that. That's the <laughs> message. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, uh, you have uh, just uh, yet uh, to pose me an argument for why you don't... You prefer Dante's Peak that isn't just that you don't like Tommy Lee. No. I'm telling you. No, 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 no that's Peak actually unfair. Realer. That's unfair. You've Yeah, that's actually, yeah. that's unfair. You've very well posed why you don't like Volcano, but I, I don't, don't get Volcano how you're... I don't cared about getting us on board. I know you would feel differently, but... It sounds like you... From, like, the comment that you made about um, Tommy Lee Jones and his daughter and the, like, uh, heavy-handedness of the emotional manipulation of that beat and stuff, it mm. kind of sounds like maybe extrapolating outwards, you feel like, the way that Volcano deals with, like, all of these indi- individual people's lives and, like, all of mm. the outcomes of this, like, disaster and that sort of shit on a sort of, like, social community level community level thing is almost like a bit of a manipulation because it's so easy to be just kind of like won over by people power where mm. you're just like mm. oh look at all these stories look at all of these lives that are like going to be destroyed or like at the I very do. least yeah. drastically yeah. altered and, and that's will... almost like a bit of a cheat code for like you're right emotion i will say the volcano's like use of like writing and emotion feels like it's manipulating you and playing you more whereas Dante's Peak just feels like it's presenting circumstances. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would say. Do you think there's a message, moral that you can take away from Volcano? So I think one, I think Dante's Peak is about human failure. It's about like, you know, the same thing as Jaws, the idea of like, you know, when a choice needs to be made about like a difficult but moral choice to preserve the safety of humans being made. Mm. They choose capital instead. They choose preserving like the economy and preserving the economic wealth of the town. I think in a more sympathetic way than Jaws. Like I liked how it was shown that the guy was like, it will actually, it can actually actually really destroy your beautiful community. Jaws has that pretty hardcore as well. The book has it hugely. Oh yeah. The book of Jaws is like, they're wrapped up in the mafia as well. It's, it's wild. Um, And, 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 um, Whichever one, Richard Dreyfus, whichever he has an affair with um, no. Brody's wife, and then no. the rest it just keeps on happening. Wild. Anyway, um, <laughs> whereas Volcano is about human triumph, it's about people. <laughs> then it's, they, it's not their fault that there's a volcano underneath LA. It's it's a city. It's LA. It's this the city's there, and then the volcano appears. That's not their fault. They 
It's about people managing difficult circumstances and like rallying together. To what degree do you preserve your family? And like, to what degree do you have to do your responsibilities? What are your responsibilities to other people? How much to put yourself? I in think harm's you're being way. so kind to this I am, movie. That's, but that's, that's clearly that's cool. what it is. Oh. That's, that's, yes, yes. This is cool. That's, it's this is, that's just nice. Crap. That's lovely. Kangaroo that's port. That's heartwarming. I, I do you appreciate. Into this. <laughs> I will say that that take on the like. Uh, humanity coming together sort of thing is quite the change of pace from your thoughts on humanity coming together in the alien mm. debacle. What's the alien? Would, would in the, the, in the versus bracket. Would the xenomorph destroy the people? And you were like, oh, you were like nah, fuck the people. Yeah. Oh, like I the, don't the agree. Okay. Like, yeah, I'll say it. I don't agree with Volcano's worldview. I don't think people would do that. <laughs> I don't think people would oh, okay. right. Yeah, absolutely. All but right. I think it told that story As a movie, it was better. fun <laughs> and people, well, I just can, I am not in, like as entertained by watching people who are fully formed and aren't going to change by the circumstances mm. that are happening and aren't making any choices. Like it's just going from step to step to step. It's that writing thing of being like, everything is blah, blah, blah. And then blah, blah, blah. And then blah, blah, blah. Whereas Volcano is like, mm. blah, 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 which causes blah 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 yeah and therefore blah blah like everything naturally leads to a next step because people are doing things and making choices which makes Mm. a movie better one is an action movie one's a reaction movie oh Oh, but i like the reaction movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah i definitely like it better it's volcano it just is no. So it's a tie, <laughs> but no, yeah, that's fair. It's a tie. So we're it's waiting on, we'll wow. hear from our lovely listeners we will, who we'll I know, know will do the right thing. Oh, God. <laughs> and, well, yeah. who will have seen, because also with the twin films, we have to talk box office as well. And this is a rough one because so Dante's Peak comes out first with a budget of $116 million. It makes $178 million. So makes back its money, hardcore, does well, tick, tick, tick. Mm-hmm. Um, Volcano is cheaper at 90 million. It looks cheaper as well. But apparently its marketing budget was really big though. But uh, its box office was 122 million. So it cost less, but it made less as well. Mm. And its tagline is, it's hotter than hell. <laughs> Just thought that was interesting to point out. It's hotter than hell. <laughs> there we go. All righty. Well, <laughs> a classics, Eliza Noah standstill. There you go. Aided in no way by Anthony. <laughs> it was aided. He agrees with me. He likes Dante's speak more. No, no, no. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll take what what's the thing you say in court to scratch that from the record. Scratch that from the record. We don't need we don't need any badgering the witness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> leading. Badger. Yeah, leading, yeah. leading, leading the witness. Exactly. Yeah. Oh God. This is this is gonna erupt unless we go up and check on a little triplet in the attic. <laughs> Okay, it's time to select a third piece of media that will help us cool down from these two very hot and saucy uh, volcano-themed films. Noah, what did you end up thinking would be a good... I'm actually heating us back up. (laughs) Okay, that's all right. (laughs) Come on, baby. Light my fire. 
by oh, the door. Doors. <laughs> uh wow. yeah i love the doors and you've it, performed this many times oh yeah i, I actually forgot that as yeah. i said it but i love that it's actually my favorite the doors one of my faves um and yeah maybe this would be a better song to finish volcano with huh yeah light my fire it's la yeah, as it's, well. yeah it's kind of yeah. yeah and it's that such a sexy really... song it's so cool yeah i just adore it and everyone always mm. thinks it's like well it probably is like it's you know got light huge like weed vibes like stoner vibes really oh yeah. wait like you mean the sound of the music yeah but also just like surely that like the whole thing could just Light, be seen as a giant like allegory for being like let's get high together mm-hmm. and obviously have sex but yeah yeah interesting yeah yeah I it's pretty like the- it's pretty plain way it's just a song i there's not much volcano <laughs> no, content good. i will mention what i was going to say but i it's a rough triplet because you just like be promised something so beautiful that you can't actually use is this old game on the ps3 i used to play that was so underrated like it was so so good and part of me doesn't want to like look it up or replay it because i'd probably be like oh maybe it wasn't as good but i think it really was called stuntman ignition okay and mm. it's such a good idea for a driving you game you talked about this while we were watching so maybe this kind of yeah i did oh yeah i did so maybe this kind of counts as a game as, as a tripper as well okay so you can look up clips of it essentially it's such a good idea for a driving game they should redo it or something instead of it being a driving game where you're like chasing people like you know doing like car chases or like you know races or whatever the point of the game is like you are a stuntman and you have to do specific actions at specific moments and like every track is essentially like it goes like you know lights camera action and then you're like you have to like fulfill the functions of the thing and each there are like six different movies in the game and you had to like complete the scenes to get through them so there was like a James Bond movie, like a, like a spy one. And there was like a Dukes of Hazard, like Smokey and the Bandit one. And there was like a, Ooh. like a bullet LA kind of style one. And I thought it had like a lot of character. It was really fun. Anyway, the very first movie you got in the game was like a volcano movie. And like, it was clearly Dante's peak inspired. Nice. So like the tracks are you like, you know, like dodging meteors and like driving through like breaking buildings. And it was just like, classy as hell like it was so so good and i'd spent hours trying to like get it right and Why i'm gonna look up the clips of this not after available to play anymore no it's on ps3 well if you still have your ps3 i'm sure you could find it on ebay for like five bucks but mm. it's I feel really like, good. Mo- like uh newer playstations can play older games they're like still backwards compatible are they for two generations are they maybe if they Sometimes are i'd be curious think- that i delete wait did i get rid of my ps3s i can't even remember because i will into. totally get that it was so good mm. yeah do you game mm, not really certainly not at the moment not really yeah. i got i got like during lockdown last year did you i get, got uh, no nintendo. actually actually it was like very very beginning this year i got a nintendo switch and okay. I only yeah. played like one or two but games. Everyone has switched a lot they? for a short period yeah. of time, and now I like basically don't at all. Yeah. But it's fun yeah. to have like a party kind of system for stuff. Mm. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, mm. so light my fire slash start <laughs> and ignition. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, that's very fire centric. Those are good yeah. volcano. Ah. <laughs> Mine is. I'm happy we had that little callback to Alien from our like versus showdown episode mm. because my triplet for the week is a film that we've already discussed. Joe versus the volcano. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> um, it came out seven years before these 
twin films and it's like a screwball romantic comedy. Um, when people talk about Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, um, you normally think of like Sleepless in Seattle or You've Got Mail and I'm sure they have other ones probably, <laughs> but <laughs> Joe vs. the Volcano is like the weird third one of that. From the same director trilogy. as well, right? No, it's it's different guys. This is the guy that made that Cher movie, um, Moonlight. Moonstruck. Moon, Moonstruck. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. And he also made this movie, Wild Mountain Time. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Where Jamie Dornan real reveals oh. that he wants to be a bee or he wants to be a donkey or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Dornan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, like, it's, I, I don't think it's even come out yet, but whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, Joe vs. the Volcano is like a lovely screwball romantic thing. A lot of volcano action. Not any lava, so you will not be satisfied, Noah. But no good. I want lava. Yeah. What would you do if you could touch lava? Like, what are you going to do with it? I was going to say, like, part of what's frustrating, what's great about Volcano is mm. getting to imagine, like, all the fun shit I'd do with lava if it, like, wasn't <laughs> damaging to me. Like, if I could just have it in a cup, but it wouldn't yeah. melt the cup. It was just, like, in a cup and I got to stare at it and be like, and I'm going to push it in it. <laughs> I just chuck things in there. Yeah. And, like, lava lamp isn't, doesn't do it for you. It's not the same oh, thing. Let's not play games. Huh? <laughs> We're both grown-ups, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so <sad>. you were really defeated there yeah rough well i feel like we might not be back for another episode next week too angry <laughs> we've really created a rift much like the rift that appeared yeah underground in both these the films san andreas fault or whatever it's washington <laughs> state fault um next week we'll be less heated i pray and we're watching two confessional rom-commy Chick, oh, yeah. not rom com, chick flicks. That's yeah, like the genre they'll be. Suggested by our dear friend and frequent guest, Ivana. We're going to be looking at Confessions of a Shopaholic and Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. A confessional level feature. <gasps> oh, yeah. And they're both like classic, like redhead ones. And yeah. it is also the first Lindsay Lohan movie we've done in a while. So, like, we, we got it. We had to do a Lindsay one soon. It's so. actually kind of like at the point now where I think we should commit ourselves to being like, we will do all her films at some point. So we, yeah, very fully loaded the canyons. I'm, mm. I, I, I know who killed know me. Who killed me. And then that's, get a clue, get a clue. That's luck. Just my luck. You just my luck. That? Oh gosh. All right. So many good ones. Oh, she's really got <gasps> yeah. hops to it. Hasn't she? So right. before well, that's doable. Yeah. We can do it. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure she has other ones as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to be watching that next week. And before then, we would love to hear yeah. from you some of your favourite cinematic experiences you've had watching movies on the big screen. And also, please vote on this week's movies. Let us know which one we should win. We need votes. It's a tie. And dare I say... <laughs> so well, you have a lot of Everyone's going to have seen Dante's Peak and it's going to win and you're going to be like, see, and I'm not going to be able to disprove you. That's what's going to happen. Great. I know can't it. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> yeah. So feel free to get in touch with us at our social contacts below. Email us at twinpeakspodcast at gmail.com. And if we haven't provided enough movie centric entertainment for you, why not check out roughcutfilm.com as well? They've got, we've got great film writing on there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yahoo. Are you actually angry at me? Fury, no, <laughs> it's fine. I'm like, get your own drive home. Wow, I'm I, not driving. You know what? Either. I was, I was somewhat convinced. I was like, oh my god, am I, am I wrong? Like, do I like volcano more? Yeah, because you usually do that to me a lot. Whereas I feel like <laughs> I'm like, no, 100. I backed my horse mm, in. Just because I didn't I feel to. that love for Tommy Lee Jones, like, I wasn't that 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was wooed. <laughs> a, a basic By story. Mike Rourke. You love Mike Rourke. You Mike yeah, Rourke. Rourke. What's wrong with Rourke? It's hard to say. Rourke. And Rourke. 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 <laughs> New Rourke. <laughs> New York. <laughs> you know? Wow. Well, we'll talk about that next <laughs> week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.